Listen, there's a reason the ultra-wealthy have been investing in fine wine for centuries. Historically stable returns and a lack of volatility make it stand out compared to traditional assets, especially during a downturn. But now you can invest alongside with them with Vint. Vint is an SEC-qualified investment platform that offers shares of the most sought-after wines in the world. So join the thousands of investors diversifying with fine wine and spirits. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co. Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm, LLC, offers more value than any other good full-service real estate brokerage firm when it comes to the sale of your home. We offer at least 27 things that contribute to your home selling in the least amount of time at the highest price. To receive our free home selling pamphlet, email us at info at brooksanddavis.com or call 713-665-8329. We also assist people who want to purchase homes or who are interested in getting their real estate license. Visit us at www.brooksanddavis.com. Are you an inspiring entrepreneur? Or maybe you're an entrepreneur looking to take your business to the next level. My name is Larry W. Brooks, and I am the author of Empowering Quotes for the Entrepreneur in You and the Entrepreneur Code. In these two books, I guarantee you there's success secrets that will take your business to the next level. I personally invite you to visit LarryWBrooks.com. Go under the books link and purchase your signed personal copy from myself. You have a great day and have an awesome 2020. Happy Thursday. Welcome to the Prime Real Estate Network podcast. I'm your host, Rick Davis. If you don't follow me on social media, I urge you to do so at Prime Real Estate Rick. If you're looking to buy, sell, invest in residential or commercial real estate anywhere in the great state of Texas, but especially here in our lovely city of Houston, please visit our website at brooksanddavis.com. As always, it's an honor and a pleasure to sit in here with you this week for the Prime Real Estate Network podcast. My co-host, is not only a Texas real estate broker, he's a multi-time author, serial entrepreneur, the proud proprietor of the Pure Hustle clothing brand, holding it down here on this special occasion. Well, well, well. Yeah. My co-host, the Texas real estate king, Mr. Larry W. Brooks. What's going down, brother? Hey, man, I can't complain. Rick, everything is all good. All everything good, lovely, brother. Yeah, 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 man. I want to, uh, I need to address something. I hadn't really put it out there, but. Um, oh, so for those that have been reaching out to me, I am feeling good. I am in good shape. Um, on Tuesday, I had a meeting in Humble, and on my way back from uh, the meeting in Humble, uh, my water, my front tires of my car caught water and shot me into the wild, and uh, and uh, did a rollover. Ended up on landed on the top, man. So I was blessed enough to just walk away with a little bit of muscle soreness, but but uh, I was somebody was looking out for it. My grandma was looking out for it. Hey, man, you know these blessings, man. Sometimes. You have to stay vigilant. Yeah. In your belief, um, you try to stay positive. Yeah. Because you always yeah. want those protections from your friends, family, all those prayer warriors that's looking out for you, Indeed. myself, and everybody that we care about. So. Indeed. I'm definitely glad, man. You was able to make it out of there. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah, you know I mean, just with a couple bumps and bruises and no scratches. Just so. a few. So for all the people that stopped by, just to like, I had couples that stopped by just to hug me and tell me how blessed I was at the moment. Uh, for the gentleman that stopped by, that you know allowed me to have refuge in his uh, automobile while it was raining, uh, going through that process. I appreciate you, but uh, yeah, I mean. 
man. Good, I mean, good experience, man. You know, hey, I'm rocking and rolling here. Hey, man, you know, um, today's episode, man, because considering what you've been through this week, man, hey, I could, uh, we could all excuse you if you weren't able to make it to sit in with us this week, <laughs> considering. <laughs> I couldn't but, miss this, man. Right, 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 right. Listen, right. man, like, it's very rare we get people in the room. Right. I mean, we could probably count them on one hand that knew me before I and knew you who right. before who we are. You know <laughs> right, what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Like, before the podcast, before the social media, before, before the real estate um, and all that stuff. Man, all of crazy. that. All that, man. Like, this is, you know, back then, back then friendships, man. And, and then, you know, everybody who's checking us out in the audience may may notice a differing in my attire this week, man. We a lot more casual. You are, yeah, Because it's a holiday in the building, Is man. Is Because so you got the bucket cap. Look, look, man, I'm, I'm vacation ready, baby. <laughs> you are. Because today... Is that rare occasion where we get a chance to sit in with what I like to claim as the global travel yeah. ambassador of the Prime yeah. Real Estate Network, yeah. man. He really vacations. Come all on, the man. Time. This is this is the global ambassador. This is who I go to for my my duckaways, yeah. my secret hideaway vacation spots. Yeah. And this is where I go to my find out where the coolest bartenders are. No doubt. Everywhere about it. my man travels. He's gonna know, man. Because if you ever travel with this week's guest, you gotta understand it's an interactive experience. Come on. Not only for those traveling with him, but the people who work at the establishments where he kicks it. Come so. on, man. I done seen him I done seen him packing people babies around. Get out of like, here, man. Stop on, it. Man. Hey look, without any further ado, I want to introduce this week's guest, man. Um this gentleman is not only one of the more talented entrepreneurs, one of the more creative business developers I've ever had the opportunity to meet, but he is an entrepreneur, social media influencer, and he is the founder of the Travel is the New Club online movement. Without any further ado, I want to introduce to the Prime Real Estate Network audience, me and Mr. Brooks' close personal friend, yeah. Mr. Lewis H. Williams. The third. <laughs> you know, I ain't never got an applause thing in my in my life. Can Come you, on, man. Can you hit that again? Yeah, get to him again, man. Yeah, let's get that one. All right. Now I feel important. I need that at home when I wake up in the morning. I'm going to give a clap for myself. I'm going to send me, send, me that, send me that thing. I'm going to use that. Yeah. Nah, but little, man, you know, yeah. it's funny, man. Oh, wait, wait. First, you know, I, I came in with champagne. I didn't know if this was like a Christian room or whatever. <laughs> We're going to have man. communion. We know you enjoy champagne, man. Look, it. once the people start falling, they're going to see it. Hey, look, I'm pulling you know. up. My people oh, know oh, that. Oh, is you oh, serious? Come on, come Let's on. Let's get it going. Give come me on. some. Absolutely. No yeah, doubt. Yeah, 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 yeah. We doing We're it. We're doing it. Rosé. Let's get it. We spilling shit, boy. We... Well, y'all rich. Got to pull it up. There yeah, we go. yeah, 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 yeah. There yeah, we go. Yeah. You know, you can't be with the 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 Mister Travel Movement himself and not be a part of some of this. Well, no, nah, I mean, but why? Because everywhere you at, you got one of these in your hand. So you know, I, you know, and I, 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 it's probably a low key addiction. I need to go get that looked at. You know. <laughs> no, nah, but see, I want why you pulling up, Larry? Man, I gotta ask you, Lou, because um, you you travel so much and so often, uh -huh. and you travel abroad, South America, uh -huh. um, the Caribbean, uh -huh. and I want first question is. And I'm not going to put you on the spot. So if you had your favorite two or three uh -huh. vacation locales, without putting them in any particular order, where's okay. your uh, two or three favorite spots to visit? All right. Um, I definitely would have to say my favorite. Um, I did. i tell you what. Tulum was my favorite before everybody got a PPP loan. <laughs> okay. And now it, it really it was it was really cool. Now like it's cluttered. It's a big clusterfuck. They popping up a club on every corner. Yeah. Like oh, wow. it, it, they got hookah now. Like it's, it's low key trash. No, no. But see, but, that's interesting. You bring that up, Lou, because uh, you talking about you saw Tulum before and after. Yeah. So is it that you were you noticing the the investment opportunities the first time you visited? 
And then when you started going back, you start seeing all the other outside development, or is there still room for people to get it going out there? Uh, no, nah, that's dead. Yeah. So you want to leave that alone? It's dead. Like it's it's just too much. It's a it's a clusterfuck. You don't want to deal with it. Uh, if I could go with my, but Tulum was up there. Like it was really amazing. You know, swimming in cenotes. Like it was a bunch of options, a lot of things to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if I had to go, with my top three vacation destinations. Uh, one of them is Cartagena, Colombia. It's just is is really awesome. Um, one of them is Tamarindo, Costa Rica. I had a great time there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what did you say Tamarindo? Tamarindo. So you don't okay. fly into San Jose, you fly into uh, Liberia. Okay, okay. Uh, but I'm going to tell you what, what, like, top number one for me right now that I'm trying to get back to is uh, Lake of Titlan. Mm. So Lake of Titlan, you yeah. got to fly into Guatemala, and then it's a three-hour ride to Lake of Titlan. Problem with the three-hour ride is that's the most queasiest ride I've ever taken in my life. Like, I thought I was going to throw up. I thought I was going to die. It was a lot. Like, now the three hours, like, the first two hours was fine. But then when you have to start going in the mountains, like, you know, I, you know, I started texting my mom. I was like, look, I don't want to scare you. But, you know, if you don't see me again, you know, shit, you did. You know, I, you know, I love you as a son, you know. But we started going through little mountains and stuff. And then when you get there, it's like the number two, number three lake in the world. It's huge. Big lake. Yeah. And um, it has, like, towns around the lake. So you catch a boat to these little towns. And the towns is like, the shit is cool, man. I ziplined there. That was another thing I probably did that was dangerous as shit because I ziplined from one mountain to the other mountain. Probably shouldn't have been doing that shit. (laughs) Then, like, I'm staying in a hotel right by the volcano because they got, like, two or three volcanoes. And the lady was like, yeah, we have volcanoes. You know they active. I'm like, if I knew them motherfuckers was active, I wouldn't have brought my ass down to this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know you got active volcanoes and yeah, shit. Like, right. like, and, like, and you trapped in the mountains. So if that bitch go off, it, that's it. You, that's it. Yeah, that's like you can't, you can't just, like the way Lake of Titlon is set up, you got to go through Mount. You kind of encased. Yeah, right. So if it would have went off, that would have been it. But, I'm, and, you know, I must not to be too bright because I'm trying to go back. No, but this the thing, though, Lou, because, um, of course, you know, we follow you online, man. Mm-hmm. And you've always been a traveler from the standpoint of I don't need organized trips with people. You, you were one of the first people that I knew that would do international trips dolo, spur yeah. of the moment. Yeah. Right now, right now, I thought about it. I'm doing it. Let's make a play. I see you boys in about a week. You have so many different destinations that you visited, stamps on your passport, pre, post-pandemic, mm-hmm. pre-social media, after social media. And I want to ask you this as somebody who was an early adopter as far as social, social media, sharing trips. What have you seen has been the difference as a global traveler in the last maybe five years since everybody has kind of caught the wave of the global travel movement? Well, social media now gives people like social media is, is 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 you know the reason I called you know called it you know travel is a new club because I just I personally maybe I'm at that age I really don't care to go to the club like the music <laughs> like the music's too damn loud like turn yeah. this shit down you know maybe I'm that age yeah you know what I'm saying yeah. but I'm like turn yeah, this I always say we're like, gonna get to that age yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm at that age like it's too loud turn this shit down but I mean like it it really doesn't provide any substance. If I'm going to drink anyway, I might as well drink, you know, in another country. And if you actually do the numbers, it really costs, you know, a lot of times people don't do the numbers. Like, if you go to Miami or go to Vegas, you can go pretty much anywhere in the world with the same right. money you spent. Right. Like, Miami drinks is $22. Mm-hmm. So when I hear people saying, I'm going to, 
when I hear people say I'm gonna go to Miami, I'm like, you know, it's a 30 minute flight to go to the Bahamas. You might as well just go to the Bahamas because mm-hmm. like you're not like you end up you end up you. you, you it doesn't do anything for you. You know, mm-hmm. you're in the tourist trap, it's trash. Like, I, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't deal with it. But I think what it's done is it's created more people wanting to travel because more people just don't really care for a club. Like, if you notice now, it's really about the day party vibe. Like, ain't nobody yep. really trying to do no nighttime nothing. Let's yep. keep it real. So, yeah, so yep. the club was on its way out anyway. Like, if you do go to club at night, it's really, really hood. You know, whereas when we went, you know, it wasn't it wasn't as ghetto. Right. Now, like shit, you might get shot in any of these, you know, any of these clubs. Yeah. So I think people are just looking for what's new to do. I also think people do like the stunt that you know that's gonna always be in them. So <laughs> if I can show, you know, I'm in this country and that country. Even my mama, who you know, is asking to go to. My sister told me she's trying to go to Bali and Dubai. I'm like, you know, I know people who ain't took their mama to, you know. Dallas, like, well, yeah. like yo, yo, your price kind of high, sis. <laughs> you know, but I mean, it's just one of those things where people just want to experience more. And social media has showed that, so people are trying to execute on it. And you know, um, and I appreciate your transparency because there's so many layers of Lewis H. Williams III as an entrepreneur and business person that people on the outside or people that follow you on social media will never get the opportunity or the privilege to pick your brain about. So I want to make sure I ask you this question while we have you here for this short amount of time this week. Mm-hmm. As a entrepreneur and a business person, mm-hmm. and I know we travel, we enjoy, we need um, downtime, we need to recharge our battery, but as someone like yourself, anytime you step feet on the soil in a new country, what are some of the things you look out for as somebody who definitely is here to enjoy yourself and socialize, but always keeping your business mind on the forefront? Um, so one thing you want to do before any destination, uh, you know, we all have smart TVs. Mm -hmm. So what you want to do is you want to go to YouTube, you want to type in where you're going or where you're thinking about going and then just hit play. And it's going to show you everybody who ever talked about Mm -hmm. that, that city or that Mm -hmm. country. Um, that's the first thing you want to do. When I first get there, I look at, you know, cause if I take a group to travel with me, you know, they lit (laughs) like, like literally they lit. So I want to make sure, and I, and I don't I don't sugarcoat it. Right. Like if I go up to like I want to set up a trip, to, I'm going to set up a trip to Tamarindo, and I'm gonna to go to Beach Club. I'm like, look, we are gonna do this, we are gonna do this, we are gonna do this. You know, I don't even lie to the Airbnb people. I'm like, you know, oh, you can't have parties. Look, how much more do I need to give you yeah. to have this many people up in here? Because we like it's what we gonna do. Yeah, you right. know what so I'm we saying. Ain't like, worry about dealing yeah, with nobody. Yeah, we don't have to up. deal yeah. with it. Like, how, how, how you know what what do right, I need right. to do? So I, I make sure, like, we could have fun with no restrictions. You know, I make sure that there's opportunity to do enough things in that country. See, a lot of times certain people want to go places because it's pretty, but it's nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody's mm-hmm. trying to go to Greece, but you just there for the photo. Greece ain't popping. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Greece ain't popping, yeah. Like, nothing to do in Greece. Like, why are you going to Greece? Uh, 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 and then if you look at, like, Maldives and Tahiti, like, you ain't seen nobody doing nothing but staying in the hut on the water. Not saying I don't want to go, yeah. but ain't shit. Yeah. Ain't, you ain't doing shit out here, no and it's doubt. overpriced. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you want to make sure you take people where you know you definitely, you know, it definitely you want to make it cost effective for them, and you want to make sure that they can maximize their dollar and maximize their experience and maximize their fun. No, but Thanks. see, now this is something that that's I think is so trivial about the way you move online, especially with your travel imprint and everything that you're doing, is that you don't necessarily promote the fact that you take groups mm-hmm. on trips with you. Because mm-hmm. I know for the longest, it would just be you and your backpack, mm-hmm. you and one other soldier that was down to go overseas on two days' notice. That was, you know what I mean? Which wasn't many. Right, because I know, you've always, cause I know you've always kept an open door that, like, look, I can't tell you six months ahead of time mm-hmm. where I'm moving, but 
hey, I'm banging it out this weekend. If you want to make a play, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Yep. When did you decide or what was it that you were seeing from a travel perspective that made you feel as if it was your duty or at least something that motivated you to want to involve other people in your travel plans? Because I know there's a certain level of organization that goes into it. It is. And I know there's a certain level of responsibility that you feel for not only people's safety, but for them having a good time. So what did you see in that travel market that even motivated you to get involved in that way? Mm-hmm. So about 12 years ago, I quit my job. I was working in the cubicle. I was making six figures. Um, They started trying to systematically, you know, control me. So I quit. I took a piss in the cubicle. That's the running story. (laughs) Wait, 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 that travel with you thousands of miles who may only know you under international laws and under international rules, might not ever hung out with you in the States, mm-hmm. who would never know anything as far as your background before your this life mm-hmm. until you started revealing it today. So if you don't mind, because I want to get back to that story. Mm-hmm. But I also want to give you an opportunity to share with the audience what your life was like before Travel is the new club before the I Hustle Nation movement and before you actually pissed in the cubicle. Yeah. So that I Hustle Nation movement, man. That's I, I look, really look we're gonna get that. into all of that. It's just that I wanna talk to him after we break to um to hear from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Everybody, stay tuned, let everybody know. Text, email, inbox, DM, and let them know the Prime Real Estate yeah, Network man, episode on. this week is live and on fire. We'll be right back and we hear from our sponsors and stay tuned. I'm serial entrepreneur Larry W. Brooks, and I'd like to personally invite you to take a closer look at the Pure Hustle clothing brand, along with several books that I've authored to take entrepreneurs, small business owners to the next level of their business. So please take a look at shoplwb.com. How do you survive? Rent to own is not a myth. Turn your rental payment into a down payment with Divi Homes and the Prime Real Estate Network. All you need to qualify is a 550 minimum FICO score and $40,000 in annual income. If you've worked your current job for at least the last six months and you can prove that you have $2,000 in the bank, your dream of home ownership can become a reality. Please direct message, call or email the Prime Real Estate Network today and learn more about this exciting new program. Welcome back to the Prime Real Estate Network podcast. I'm your host, Rick Davis. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Prime Real Estate Rick. Go to our website at brooksanddavis.com if you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in residential or commercial real estate. As always, my co-host is not only a Texas real estate broker, but a serial entrepreneur and a multi-time author. Mr. Larry W. Brooks, the Texas real estate king, still riding with us as always. Hey, man, come on. We got we got family in the building today, man. Enjoying yeah, man. it, man. You know, I always, uh, these, these type of moments I always find great because, you know, it was before... It was before all of the well, well, greatness, huh, Rick? It was, 20, it was 20 years. I wasn't even 21 when I met y'all. Yeah, yeah, Young Chipper. I wasn't right. even 21, Yeah, because now he, he had to grow into the name Lewis, man. Yeah, I still right. call him Young Chipper. Even when we out, when I bump into him I at a day party, yeah. 
I'm young. He's young. Chipper I'm, I mean, to I'm me. I'm 40 man. now. I wasn't even 21. Yeah, and, and I, I can't. I don't know how to look at him. I know. We, we gonna give because he was always. We just, gonna give the homie his roses while he here, man. Yeah, we gonna yeah. let him tell his own stories. Yeah. <laughs> but we want to introduce this week our guest, man. He is the founder of Travelers, the new club online. He is also the founder of the I Hustle Nation online movement, Mr. Lewis H. Williams III. How you doing, brother? Man, I'm here, man. This, this, uh, I should have brought more champagne. No, no, no. <laughs> we, we really could have ran an hour on this. On really this. We on the cool. We could have ran an yeah. hour on this, Easy man. We, I should have brought more champagne when I should have. <laughs> I, I, I messed up. And this is what it is because before I break, you talked a little bit about how you broke away from the corporate mm-hmm. grind. Mm-hmm. And every week, Larry and I always ask the entrepreneurs and successful business people that sit in that chair, what was that tipping point, though? What motivated you to get off the sideline and jump into the game that day you decided to piss in the cubicle? So, you know, I made I made a decision. They started doing their systematic stuff. And, you know, like my mom, my mom was in my ear, too. She told me she was like, once management got their eye on you, they're going to try to do what they can to, you know, to break you. you. Yeah, you know, they, no, they didn't want me gone because I was number one. They wanted me broken to where I'm a dude, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm a fall in, fall in line and I yeah. wasn't falling in line with nothing they was doing. But uh, I think the point for me was, okay, if I quit my job, shit hit the fan, I'm end up on my dad's sofa. So for me, I was like, for me, I was like, when my dad's sofa starts looking better than this job, keep in mind, I'm making mm-hmm. six figures. <laughs> but like, people don't understand, like, not being for sale is in you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. Like, I don't care how much money you have, you're not going to own Lewis. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So not being for sale is in you. So when I left, they really called. They was like, you are stupid. You are making this much money. And, like, I still got my W-2. I was. But, like, I'm not for sale. Mm. So everybody who was there was for sale, but I can't. I'm not sitting in here no more. So it just, you know, it was just a lot going on. Um, I think my breaking point was – I had a, I booked a ticket to Toronto. I was going to Toronto, and I told my manager I already put in the leave and stuff. And I told my manager I was like, "Well, uh, I, I have a Toronto trip I already put in for that got approved." So he said, "I got to go talk to the higher ups." And when he went talk to the higher ups, he came back. He said, "We need proof of your plane ticket." What? Let me tell you something, bro. Let me tell you something, bro. So. You know, I got something in me where, you you know, you had me messed up. And it, and when it clicked, it clicked. Yeah. So it clicked that day. So I showed him the ticket, but I was like, this isn't living. And I, I see people around me. I'm not knocking people with jobs, but I just don't think it's okay that I can't live until you give me permission to live. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But see, now this is the thing, though, because I want to make sure we paint an accurate picture for everybody in the audience. Mm-hmm. Now, we, you just mentioned that you worked in the corporate job, that you was making six figures, but I don't think, I think you undersold what it was that you were doing from a professional standpoint. Because one of the things that Larry and I have always been impressed with when it comes to you is that you've always been a forward thinker, yeah, and you've always been ahead that. of the curve, mm-hmm. yeah. even as a young dude. So let people know just from a professional background some of the professional skills and things like that that you have. So what people don't know about me. Uh, uh, we giving it all up today. <laughs> giving it up to the streets. Is I'm extremely proficient in all things computers, technology, software, developing, pretty much all that. Yeah. Um it, you know, it, it it's one of those things where I had to, I had to come to the decision coming out of high school where 
college, you know, after my two years, I went and I decided I was finished. I was like, this isn't for me, but I have to have something for me. So I went on a self-education spree, and I still do it to this day. My goal is to knock out two books a month. Uh, but I just went on, you know, network certification, A-plus certification, programming, computer programming, graphics. Yeah. Like, I delved so deep into it because I was like, there has to be a better way, you know, to make money than sitting here for four years and get this job and, you know, be trapped and confined or whatnot. So uh, pretty much the background was just – uh, and I've always had an eye for what's next. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you know, if you some people don't notice it, but you always see what's next. So some it's like people getting on Tulum. Tulum is done, but Tamarindo, Costa Rica is next. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you got to know if you you know, you got to know, like, if that's saturated, then everybody's going to go another route and just find that next route and, and, and plant yourself there. Mm-hmm. But I do think that's part of your gift, yeah. Chip. That 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 third eye, that being able to see something before it happened is something that everybody doesn't have the capacity for. And that's mm-hmm. why I urge everybody to follow you on social media and use you as a guide, mm-hmm. not just as far as travel and vacations, but also how to take control of your life. And I got a final question for you because there are so many people that are math-driven, numbers-driven, mm-hmm. accountants, computer programmers who sit mm-hmm. behind the desk, who are in a cubicle every day, mm-hmm. who don't necessarily look at themselves as a risk-taker yeah. or a thrill-seeker. Mm-hmm. What advice could you give somebody that you wish you would have got 20 years ago when you were sitting in that cubicle, teeter-tottering on what you should do with your life? So, somebody, you know, people make the statement that everybody's not a business person. That's actually a lie. Um... Everybody has an idea. So Mm -hmm. God don't make you and like, uh, you know, he made you to have his job. So if you have an idea that you need to execute, executing that idea automatically makes you a business person. Me coming from a background of nothing and parents who, I mean, wasn't just rich, you can educate yourself on anything. Mm -hmm. So if you don't want to educate yourself on evolving, just say that. You know, don't say you ain't a business person because it's a thousand business books you can read yeah. that'll make you. And you, you say you're not a business person because you're not educated on it. That's right. right. So everybody has a job. You, y'all are realtors. The man back here does, uh, you know, the whole setup here. You mm-hmm. know, it's easy to him. Being a realtor is easy to yeah. y'all. Being a traveler is easy to me. But it, none of, first off, none of this was degreed. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, none of this was degreed. We had to create the shit. So I think... When, it's, when you ask people to step outside of their brainwashing and create a new version of themselves is asking for a lot, but it's the same way you studied for that paper, mm-hmm. same way you studied for that test, same way you studied, uh, same way your job put you in training right. is the same way you can train yourself to be educated on something. Once you're educated on it, like you can't lose. Mm-hmm. Like y'all been in the real estate game, what, 10, 15 years, 20 years? 20, like 20 some years. Yeah, yeah 20 some years. Yeah, yeah. So can't nobody tell y'all shit about real estate. Nothing. Not you know nothing what I'm saying? Right, but right. couldn't nobody tell y'all shit about real estate shit 10 years ago. It didn't tell you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So like if you can educate yourself on anything and become more than what you are, and a lot of times what people don't get is, you know, you got to look at yourself as a phone. As long as your phones is updating, as long as cars is updating, as long as everything's updating around you, whether you want to want to acknowledge it or not, you got to update. So if you're running on an old operating system, yeah. when that job go bad, you don't know what you to do. You out of there. Come on, you know man. Stop, saying? man. You stop. don't know what to do. Yeah. You keeping the two so, yeah. so when my, So my job didn't go bad on me. I went bad on it. But I already had 
I was like, okay, so I got to become a whole nother me. Yeah. And that shit is uncomfortable to send you through anxiety attacks. You know, <laughs> like not anxiety attacks, but your anxiety be high. Yeah. Like it messes you up when it's like, okay, I've been this person so long. Now I got to be this person. And then the people around you don't even respect your growth. So you end up running back to the old you. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's it, it turns into a clusterfuck. But within that clusterfuck is growth, opportunity. Yep. And mm-hmm. it's beneficial on the other end of that. Because you got, you got to understand, I left a job, you know, I left a six-figure job 12 years ago. Mm. You know they was like, you done. Mm-hmm. So I, I started thinking, am I done? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I was like, am I done? I was like, you know what, dumb or not, I'm not sitting in this motherfucker. No doubt, you got tired of Sorry, you, I know you can't cuss yeah, on me. You, you know, like, I'm not sitting yeah. in here no more. And look, man, don't even worry about it, Lou. We'll we'll put the we'll put the um explicit. The bleeper, we'll, yeah, 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 we'll, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, we ain't bleeping yeah. nothing. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. hey, look, oh, oh, Spotify this week. This will be the one episode with the little E next to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> put the little E next. Well, to just, it. just just do the bleep. I wanted to be. Oh, you want some bleep? Just, yeah, we'll figure some yeah just do the little bleep. Yeah, you know I'm saying. But you check know. this out, Lou, man. Um, I appreciate you so much, man, because I know how it is. Thursday can be a big day, especially as far as travel, mm-hmm. getting out of town. So I want to thank you so much for. Carving some time out your schedule. Man, I appreciate y'all for having me, man. It's yeah. a good time. Nah, but check yeah. this out, though, because what's the next trip you got planned? And um, how can people get down with you if they want to rock out with you the next time Lou get out of here? So I would say follow my personal I, uh, Instagram, at iHustleNation. That's at I-H-U-S-T-L-E-N-A-T-I-O-N. Uh, follow my travel movement, at Travel is the New Club. That pretty much explains itself. But my next trip Sunday, I'm going to meet my uncle in Puerto Plata, Dominican. So what people don't know is I have a 70 year old uncle who travels a lot, bro. He be everywhere. And let me and let me tell you something. Like people like you with your 70 year old uncle. I'm like, listen, this man gonna get up once he put them shoes on. Fam, you gonna hit every corner. <laughs> he getting it going. Hey, hey, listen, bro. He a fast walker. Like, let me tell you. And, and, and he already know the lay of the land. Yeah. And you know, it, it, you know, he, he instills a lot in me because you know, you know, you know, I'm not, you know, father wasn't present. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's a lot of things he says. Like, you know, one thing he Stick always says you. is, you know, you only miss out when you don't know. Yeah. So like, he get Thanks. the bend in these corners, showing me this, showing me that. Like, he cutting up. And when he does so much cutting up, I'm like. You know, at 70, I'm like, I need to, you know, he make me get up like, I'm still in bed. Yeah. He like, he like come on, nephew, we got to, you know. We got to go. Yeah. Everybody yeah. need that inspirational force, everybody, everybody, everybody. Big shout out to Unc, man. Hold it down, man, mm-hmm. as always. Text Real Estate King, Mr. Larry W. Brooks. Yes, sir. As I ask you every week. Wait, 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 wait. We, wait, didn't, wait. we, didn't, give a shout, <laughs> we didn't give a shout out to John Romar. And we yeah. didn't give a shout out to DeAndre Bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I mean, I that's know. how the connect took place. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I met, I met through DeAndre Bird. Like, I really met these dudes that I wasn't even 21. Yeah. And, like, I saw guys who was ghetto like me, but, like, getting money during the day. Yeah. That was definitely Romar. <laughs> that was definitely Larry. You know, DeAndre, Drake, Drake wasn't as ghetto, but, you know, he was, he, he was, in, the, he was in the room. Right. You know, Rick D. Like, that was the whole, like, it was a whole connecting factor here that's, like, this is a whole 20 years. Plus yeah, man. Give it up, so, man. Yeah, We'd be yeah. remiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd be so, remiss you know, you, you, know, you, know, you know, you want to yeah. pay homage to your, to your no people. Doubt about you know? it. No yeah, doubt about it. No doubt. No doubt. That's how relationships work, bro. No doubt about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see how much of Larry's personal business we can get to get get him to give out online. I mean, on the air. What you got going this weekend, brother? Man, you know what? I'm just giving a shout out to B Jack. Brandy Jackson, she's been yeah. a co-host as yeah, well as been absolutely. on the show a few times. Tonight she's going to be hosting an event at um at Bar 50, 50, 15. Bar, Bar 5015. Yeah. She's going to be hosting some for the Brandy, Brandy Agency. So if anyone's 
in town. Um, feel free to stop by there. I want to say it's from 6 to 9. Okay, bet, bet, should bet, be bet. Hosting that. Yeah, so well, that's look, it. Man, I'll be out there. We had way too much fun this episode. I'm drinking champagne on air. That's a first. Mm. So on behalf <laughs> of myself. Look at me being a first. <laughs> hey, look, look on behalf of myself, <laughs> Rick Davis, and the Texas Real Estate King, Mr. Larry W. Brooks, I want to invite everybody to tune in next week to the Prime Real Estate Network podcast. As always, if you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in residential or commercial real estate, we're only a text, inbox, or DM away. And until next Thursday, be blessed.